Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hello and welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. It is uh, MLK Day, very important uh, day, and um, boy, there's a lot going on <laughs> as we uh, look around the world of sports. We got Cowboys playoffs tonight, NBA always does a lot of really cool things on uh, on MLK Day and uh and and I always kind of enjoy peeking in at all the basketball that's being played uh because that's uh, that's kind of a league-wide celebration uh as we speak in fact I'm trying to think Aaron which one of these that we can watch I think it's the one on TNT right we've already got Bucks have already beaten the Pacers T-Wolves up by six over the Jazz. That game's in Minneapolis. On TNT right now, Hawks hosting the uh, the Miami Heat up 80-72. to 72. Wizards, believe it or not, with a three-point lead over the Warriors. Uh, Knicks and Raptors getting it on at Madison Square Garden today. And the Cavs, who are really got a fun team this year, up 89-81 over the Pelicans. And these are, uh, you know, they just always call them MLK Day games. And it's another way to honor the legacy of uh, Dr. King. And, uh, Aaron, I think a lot of our colleagues have honored Dr. King by being off today. You, ESPN Central Texas, we keep, we keep right on rolling. And, of course, we've got a lot to react to, a lot of sports going on and uh, playoff football to react to. Aaron, what a... Um, the super wild card weekend. I mean, it's kind of crazy, isn't it, to still have the the Cowboys Buccaneers game, which will get an enormous rating as it's on ABC and ESPN tonight. But it doesn't it feel like the rest of the NFL world has kind of moved on. We got all the matchups, everything set for next weekend. We know where the divisional games are going to be, and yet we're waiting to see will it be will it be Tampa. You know, will it be the Cowboys? I mean, the whole thing is just kind of fascinating to think about it. And uh, we know the Giants um, are are going to play the Eagles. And, I mean, just the whole, the whole thing, um, as we kind of prepare for everything that's, uh, that's on the way on the NFL schedule, is just those were great games. And... I uh, I'm I'm sitting here looking back, uh, Aaron. I would say starting with the the comeback. How many people were kind of casually watching that game the other night? And when Jacksonville was down twenty-seven nothing, thought this is embarrassing. All right, Chargers got a great young quarterback. They're fine. This thing's over. We, I had gathered with a buddy, one of my high school buddies, and we were watching that game. And quite honestly, Aaron. At the, at the venue where we were watching it, I called the uh, bar owner. 
this is, I shouldn't share this. This sounds so Mosley like, but they 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 wouldn't turn the sound up, and it's it was it was my buddy's bar, you know, and 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 all these other people. It wasn't just me. They're like, hey, can we get the NFL sound on? And and this female bartender was like, nope, we're not going to do it. Sorry. And so anyway, uh, we we called in a shot and um, got the sound up, and and we're able to kind of in. It's slowly but surely. And and I kind of, Aaron, it was funny because I thought, you don't want to ask for the sound, finally get the sound, and then leave. But part of us was like, it's 27 to 7. I mean, is, is there really any need to stay up here? Well, we did. And we, we kind of hung out for a little while. And the comeback, piece by piece, it gets to 30 to 20. It gets to 30 to 28. And Aaron, I mean, that's why, and a lot of people don't understand the analytics of when you can make it 30 to 27, why would you not just kick the extra point and make it 30 to 27? Well, because of the very way that game ended. Because if you get the ball back and you're able to drive down there, you can win the ball game. You just get the game over with right there. And that's what Jacksonville was able to do. Aaron, for Doug Peterson, I mean, there were a lot of fun. I mean, doesn't it seem like, Aaron, when you think back right now, like on the wild card weekend, does the 49ers Seahawks game feel like two weeks ago? <laughs> doesn't it feel like it was a long time ago? It was just Saturday. It was only, it was a Saturday afternoon game. And yet it feels like it happened so long ago. Listen, Seahawks had the lead at halftime. Uh, Pete Carroll ran off the field, you know, kind of whooping it up. He was excited. And then the nightcap, though, just completely. I mean, 49ers did what you thought they might do. I mean, Debo, Christian, Purdy played great. They just, that, that's, that's a machine. That, that's a machine. I mean, think about that, Aaron. They've got, they, they drafted Lance to be, you know, in the, to be their first-round pick, and they basically turned it over to him and were ready to get rid of J- Jimmy G., they didn't, for whatever reason, they were able to keep him around as the high-paid backup. He ends up, then he gets hurt, and then Brock Purdy. I mean, I, the only thing, I'm trying to think in recent years what we could compare this to. Foles came in for Wentz, and, and the Eagles won a Super Bowl, and he had a really nice run. So I guess that's our best in recent years comparison. Now, Purdy hasn't done that yet, but Aaron, we know Brock Purdy. We've known him for years in the Big 12. I think anybody who says, oh, yeah, I knew Brock Purdy was going to be a breakout, he was the last pick in the entire draft, which is, you know, kind of uh, humorously called Mr. Irrelevant. They always give the and Mr. Irrelevant gets to go on a trip. The last pick in the NFL draft is always kind of a funny little deal that they do. He was that guy. He's the last pick in the draft, and – they just, I think they kind of have a machine going there. And if it's not Debo, if it's not Christian, then it's, who, who's the wide receiver? Or the, uh, I, I just can't, oh, oh Ayuk. Ayuk, yeah. I saw Ayuk make a big play in that game. He got loose on one across the middle. They found Ayuk on a play. Purdy's so good right now. I mean, Aaron, I, I don't want to do this exercise because we do it too often. But, like, if you just based it on, how quarterbacks were playing right now, and you said, and you just threw out money, and you said, hey, would y'all like to have Brock Purdy moving forward or Dak Prescott? Aaron, it wouldn't be for sure Prescott. 
there'd be a lot of people saying, give me Purdy. I think that's probably unfair to Dak because Dak's done a lot of good things. Aaron, remind me, though, how many playoff games Dak has won. One. That's right. That's right. That would have been 2018 against the Seahawks. He did get a win. Played pretty well. He's had a very uneven playoffs uh, in his uh, performances. Thought 2016 against the Packers led a spirited comeback, and then it took some Rodgers magic. And then one of those games, oh, and it was the next, after they won, well, that would have been, because I went to that game, was it 2017 or 18? After he won his one playoff game, I think that's when they played the divisional game against the Rams, and the Rams ran all over him. Aaron, I think to the tune of about 272 yards. Now, here's the good news on that front. <laughs> These guys can't run. Tampa, Aaron, unless it's something, I've got to think back about this. I think I looked at this right. I think their last place in the NFL. Now, they ran against the Cowboys in week one of this season because I think it was Fournette ran for over 100 yards. He ran for about 122 yards against the Cowboys. Over the course of the season, they average about 77 yards per game on the run. Okay, Cowboys at times have had trouble against the run. I don't think it's a huge deal, but it's just something to kind of watch. Now, other games that, that, that grabbed our interest. And by the way, we're going to have Bill Jones, <clears throat> CBS uh, 11, longtime anchor in Dallas. Bill's going to jump on with us to help us preview tonight's game against those Buccaneers, okay? That's going to happen here at 420. So that's coming up in about 10 minutes. You'll want to be there for that. Bill does a great job. And you know, some people in the greater Waco area and in, uh, in, uh, Central Texas, some of our listening area, you do get t- KTVT Channel 11. I know a lot of you get WFAA Channel 8 out of Dallas. Some of you have gotten Channel 11 over the years. So you're familiar with Bill Jones. Well, he does all the Cowboys preseason games. And he, and he's uh, he calls play by play. And in fact, at one point he was the uh, he was the Rangers play by play man on TV back in the day. So anyway, it'll be good to have Bill on with us. Now, looking at the rest of those games, I mentioned the Jaguars comeback. I, I feel like I need to give that just a little bit more because Aaron, how that's that's pretty amazing for Trevor Lawrence to have the half that he had overcome how many did he throw did he throw four throw four interceptions in that game yes um and, and to come back and and just put up monster numbers we sometimes give Dak we say well Dak overcomes it overcomes the adversity well that in a in a big moment Trevor got the job done worked it downfield I mean that was just amazing what he pulled off in that game now the other games, um, Bills and Dolphins, uh, a similar type deal. Bills jump out 17 nothing. I start thinking, eh, not going to be much reason to hang around in this game. 17-3, 17-6. Suddenly, it was like 17-17 in a hurry. And, of course, that's when you start throwing interceptions and, and making all kinds of mistakes. Um, and, you know, we're reminded, Aaron, that, Dax, maybe not the only quarterback in the NFL 
who throws throws interceptions. I mean, Josh Allen is great, puts up huge numbers, still throws interceptions. One of those big ones, and it had a huge return attached to it, was uh, the X-Man, Xavier from uh, Baylor, the uh, cornerback, Xavier Howard, the... um, for you know, uh, and that that was a big play in that game for the Dolphins. Now, Aaron, I, I if you're a Dolphins fan, first of all, you, you got to be proud of the way they fought back, but also kind of embarrassed by how they couldn't get a playoff. They 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 couldn't, and, and of course, McDaniel's after the game, uh, the, uh, the 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 Dolphins coach. I kind of like him. He's an interesting guy. But apparently they had some problem with the equipment. They couldn't hear each other. They were having trouble getting the plays in. The Dolphins quarterback was none other than former Kansas State great Skylar Thompson. We remember him. I don't even remember him being that great at K-State. He was okay. He was okay. I think he had a good last final year there at K-State. But the guy, and he didn't have a great game, but I liked how he hung in there and he kept fighting for the Dolphins. And I thought he made some good plays where he had some drops. I mean, uh, you know, Ty, uh, Ty I'm, I, there was just some, there were some moments in that game where they, he needed a little more help than he was getting. And, and Waddle, you know, the whole, the whole thing. It just was not, it was not going uh, as well as it could, but he kept fighting. And then Aaron, to, to have fourth and one, and you're just going to run a quarterback sneak or whatever, you have to have it, and they can't. They, they take a delay a game, and they kept having to take timeouts because they couldn't get the playoff in time. They couldn't get to play. Aaron, I don't care how young or inexperienced quarterback is. You're coaching. You have to take over. You have to help them. There was an, also a, a play that happened fairly late in that game. Dolphins were in great position, and he threw a pass down the field that was intercepted. It just, under the circumstances, it was the last thing in the world he could do. And I just don't think he got as much help as he needed. Now, Giants also get a big win. Now, later we'll talk about Ravens and Bengals, because the Ravens did something that just we're all – scratching our heads about still so we'll we'll uh, discuss that one uh and we'll do that a little bit later but uh the the giants took down the vikings i just think because it was the giants and they haven't done it in so long they hadn't won a playoff game since i think 2011 we just have to stop down and say that daniel jones a guy much maligned even the Giants fans, even the Giants organization had basically given up on him. He played his tail off, made great decisions, was elusive, ran the ball when he needed to, ran for over 70 yards in the first half, threw for over 300 yards, I think four touchdowns. Unbelievable effort by Daniel Jones, who was the by far the MVP of that game as the uh, Giants get a win over the Vikings, and of course, if the Cowboys win, they'll go to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Let's not worry about that. We're just going to worry about trying to get by Tampa Tom. That'll happen tonight at 7.15. Bill Jones, longtime anchor in Dallas for a CBS affiliate, joins us to talk about it next. This 
is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45. 40. Pollard. All season. 20. 10. Pollard. Good night, nurse. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Live from Raymond James Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Buccaneers, Monday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site, and you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com, and remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 11.30 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tolleson, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend saw the 49ers over the Seahawks 41-23. Chargers blow a 27-point lead to lose to the Jags 31-30. 
Bills over the Dolphins 34-31. Giants beat the Vikings 31-24 and the Bengals over the Ravens 27-17. Tonight the Cowboys and the Bucks 7-15 kickoff and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Winner takes on the 49ers next week. Jags at KC, Giants at Philadelphia, Bengals at the Bills in the divisional round. Bader basketball beat Oklahoma State on Saturday 74-58. The Bears travel to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech looking for their first Big 12 win tomorrow night. Bader women lose for the first time in West Virginia yesterday 74-65. Bader women back home in the Ferrell Center hosting Kansas State on Wednesday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. This is Matt Mosley and Matt Mosley Show, and uh, joined now by Bill Jones, CBS 11 Sports, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, uh, Bill, it is time. Uh, the uh, Super Wild Card Weekend continues, and it's been a little wild. Uh, this, is, uh, this is interesting that it spills into Monday. How has your, uh, how has your Wild Card Weekend gone, Bill? Have you uh, observed all of this action? I've uh, I, thanks first off, Matt, for having me on. And, sure. Uh, I uh, have observed as much of it as I can, and it's been uh, pretty scintillating action so far. And I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if uh, tonight might ha- we might have more of the same. In fact, when Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence came back from the twenty-seven nothing deficit on Saturday night, I thought. I wouldn't be surprised if one way or the other we had a duplicate of that game on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my be gosh. Like the Cowboys. <clears throat> yeah. Either yeah, way. Exactly. Although I think most Cowboys fans think, well, they'll they'll be on the falling behind side and then maybe coming back. <laughs> but they've surrendered some big leads this year. You know, they've obviously the the one at Green Bay. Uh, I I just don't. You know, I'm sure people constantly ask you, Bill, what do you think? What do you think, Bill? What are they? What are the Cowboys going to do to you? And, and uh, to me, this one, this team seems to be as hard to predict as any that we. And, and I'm sure there have been other things, but. It, it, with with Dak, what happened last week, and then also seeing some of the great games that he's had this season, I, I don't know how anybody can really <laughs> feel great about going out on a limb and saying, oh, here's what I think's going to happen in this game. Especially when you see who's quarterbacking the other team. <laughs> uh, you know, if it was a 12-5 yeah. and five Cowboys team playing an 8-9 and nine, uh, NFC South Division champion Carolina Panthers team. I feel pretty good about the Cowboys' chances tonight. But uh, uh, with Brady on the other side and then the way he played against those Carolina Panthers when he had Mike Evans playing, the, Evans didn't play last week, and you know Brady only played half the game. They look to be pretty pretty sharp there. It's, it's like Tampa Bay's been they've been pointing to this is the time to have all your veterans back, including Ryan Jensen starting at center tonight. Yeah, I saw Jensen, and he was tweeting about it. He's been elevated. Uh, it is. You're right. This is not your your typical eight and nine team when you have, and you never know if this is Tom Brady's last moment. I mean, generally seven and zero against one team, you go. Well, that's interesting, but that's not. That doesn't tell the whole story. That shouldn't impact tonight's game. But with Brady, you never know. I mean, it just he he. There's just an aura that he brings to every proceeding, and once he's in the playoffs. 
it feels like all bets are off. But if the Cowboys are to have success against him, is this one of those things where they have to, you know, end up with four or five sacks? I, I guess the scary thing is he gets the ball out probably as quick as any quarterback in the NFL. I think even the stats bear that out. Um, the ball comes out so quickly. What do you what do you think will have happened if the Cowboys win this game tonight? Well, if uh... As you mentioned, it's going to be very difficult to get four or five sacks. Uh, Brady sacked 22 times this year, 22 times last year. And I think that's if you probably look back at his New England days, that's probably a big reason he's still playing at age 45 is how quickly he gets the ball out. Uh, and now Parsons did get to him in the in the season opener. But, yeah, if the Cowboys, I think one of the biggest keys in this game is – you got to be ahead by more than a touchdown in the last minute of the game when Brady's got the ball. I mean, that we've seen it a couple of times, uh, even with uh, really poor performances by Tampa Bay this season. But you give him an, you give him the ball with less than a touchdown lead in the last minute of the game, and he was able to pull those games out. And I think that's the the Brady factor, the X factor in this game is you not only have to be uh, ahead at the end, you got to be ahead by more than a touchdown. I think at the end. Bill Jones joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas. Now, Dak uh, Prescott, so much uh, pressure on him coming into this one. He had a poor performance against the Commanders. It doesn't seem like this is who he is with all these interceptions, but it, 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 it is who he is right now, you know, in the past few weeks. Now, maybe he snaps back into old Dak, but it's uh, it is kind of rather fascinating, Bill, that a guy that is is really known for protecting the ball in his career uh, goes through this phase that he seems to be in right now, and it, it goes back, by the way, all the way to Testaverde, the last quarterback to go seven straight games with at least one interception. Dak has had eight and seven games, and these pick sixes have cropped up. Um, do you? I mean, is there anything you can sort of point to to think, okay, maybe? <laughs> Maybe he's going to turn a corner and get this out of his system. I don't. <laughs> you asked me if I watched these games this weekend, and after watching these games this weekend, I'm thinking Dak's going to be the same Dak he's been the last nine, ten weeks of this season, which was mm. over a nine-game stretch coming back from injury. The Cowboys were averaging 36 points a game. But as you've well chronicled, there's also the interceptions that go with that. Look at every single one of these uh, super wild card matchups, and uh, if you took the over, you you're a rich man right now uh, because uh, the, the winning team is getting 30 or more points. And I think Dak sees that, and he knows, uh, especially against Brady, that in Brady's last game, full game he played, he threw for 430 yards, and Mike Evans had over 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns. The Cowboys are going to have to score points tonight. And what happens when you are pressing the issue and trying to get the ball upfield, then you start throwing picks, which is what Dak has done here in the last half of the season. And and he doesn't have the luxury, at least lately, of the running game, which has always been a recipe for success for Dak, is to lean on the defense, lean on the running game, have everything complement each other. And what do you think has become of the Cowboys' uh, run game? Bill, is this, is this the O-line kind of being up and down with some injuries, or, or is this a lack of commitment to it? What do you... Uh, or maybe just r- you're running into some teams that sold out to stop the run. 
I, I think I think you can point to the Terrence Steele injury um, mm. as a big reason why. I mean, if remember Zach Martin in training camp, uh, one of the more memorable quotes from Oxnard was Zach Martin uh, just on his own saying the reason that we had success in the run game last year, 2021, was because of Terrence Steele at right tackle. And then you look at the way the Cowboys were running the ball up until Steele's injury a month ago and and the commitment to running the ball. I mean, Kellen Moore was actually there, – there was a lot of drives that ended maybe in a touchdown pass where the Cowboys were moving the ball downfield by giving the ball to Pollard and Zeke uh, a number of times on those drives. Well, uh, that's gone away because they haven't uh, been able to run the ball. And there's been – obviously the last game with Biotis out, there was a – wholesale shuffling on the offensive line. But I think uh, the loss of Terrence Steele has been big uh, as far as this run game goes. And then Pollard probably hadn't been right either uh, because he had the thigh bruise. And I don't, I, I'm thinking they probably limited his touches last week against Washington because they wanted to make sure he was ready uh, this week. But that, it was a good sign that he actually played in the game last week, I think. All right. And I'm curious what you think of – McCarthy going into this game uh Jerry has given assurances hey I don't even want to bring that up but you just told you never totally know about Jerry do you is there any scenario where it goes the wrong way this evening and you think there's a shuffling of the coaching staff or do you do you feel pretty confident that after two straight 12 win seasons Mike McCarthy's back Uh, we both covered Jerry Jones a long time, Matt, right? And uh-huh. uh, are, how confident are you uh, ahead of time <laughs> predicting what Jerry's going to do? Uh, <laughs> I think I think Jerry is telling the truth when he says before the game <laughs> that he is not thinking about uh, changing out head coaches. The key on that is it's before the game. Uh, but he does have a track record of sticking by his head coach over the years in contrast to the popular opinion around the nation, I think. But, uh, you know, he is, he's been slow to change in that regard. But he's also, um, whether it's the head coach or something else, if the Cowboys get blown away in this game, uh, there will be changes happening uh, somewhere. And um, it's going to make for some interesting conversation on the Matt Mosley show tomorrow if the Cowboys <laughs> lose by a lot tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not rooting for that, by the way. All my podcast, radio shows, all of that does better if the Cowboys win. <laughs> your, your your podcast with Ed Werder will be aptly named Doomsday. <laughs> hey, we're going to be up late tonight, by the way. Ed has already informed me that he has to write uh, some kind of piece afterward. It's already been assigned. He has to write a piece for the morning, which I offered to help him with. To you know, being a longtime writer that I am, and Ed is not taking me up on that. Uh, so yeah, Ed, uh, Ed, Ed could be at the stadium. You're no stranger to being you know late at a stadium, but uh, I think Ed could be there late into the uh, night. Now, what about this uh, this Sean Payton thing? You've uh, at, at some point you've lived. Oh, I don't know if you and Sean were in the same neighborhood, but you weren't far away from each other. You've known you've known Sean over the years. Um, the, he's got the ultimate leverage now, and, it, it, and it's always smart these coaches that sit out a year, let everybody let let there be a full cycle, and then the desire for him has even grown as you could have predicted. And now you've got five different organizations 
uh, requesting to talk to him, including the Texans, including the Panthers. I think the Broncos may be the first to actually sit down with him in person. You having spent time around Sean and kind of getting to know him a little bit, any any prediction on, on where when all the dust settles where Sean ends up? First, let's get this clear. If uh, I live in South Lake, and I'm not sure if Sean was in Westlake, but there is no different. Uh, there is a great difference between <laughs> Westlake and where I live in South Lake. <laughs> First, get that clear. <laughs> hey, I don't. I you've you've been invited to the Vaquero Club plenty of times. Let's not pretend that you <laughs> haven't been out there. I, I wouldn't know how in the world to get there. Uh, I'd have never been invited there. Uh, okay. Okay. And uh, but the I think that on this super wild card weekend, the most significant thing that happened was what happened to the Los Angeles Chargers in regard to Sean Payton. And I was surprised when I woke up Sunday morning that Sean Payton wasn't already announced as the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. But uh, I think the Chargers may be just waiting on getting through super wild card weekend before making their decision on Brandon Staley official. And, um, and I can see Sean Payton with the Chargers. He's already got his offense there. Joe Lombardi is the offensive coordinator. He's already got his, speaking of Southlake, he's already got his backup quarterback in place, Chase Daniel. So what more could you want? I feel like you have helped keep Chase Daniel in, in the NFL all these years. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. And, and, and he, in his salary, he's in Westlake too, not in Southlake anymore. By the way, Southlake Carroll. It, it's not. Uh, let's not act like that's uh, it, a very. All those are beautiful neighborhoods over there. So, so uh, yeah. Let's not go too far we, here. We do have, See, no, we no, we do have one neighborhood in Southlake that has some rental property that is uh, affordable, and that would be my neighborhood. <laughs> Talking to Bill Jones, CBS where Eleven. Our, where do you think our players are housed? Our transfers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, they would never. Not that South Lake Carroll would ever recruit or anything like that. I like that transfers. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, although Transfer seemingly been alive and well here. It it always seems like Duncanville and DeSoto and some of these other schools get a little more attention when it comes to having championships taken away than South Lake Carroll and others. I won't go too far down that road, but no, um, we just yeah, get Brett Ship coming out and doing stories. Yeah, Brett Ship, but boy, Brett Ship knows his way around Lincoln and Duncanville. I I assure you of that. Um, now, whatever happened, by the way, to the South Lake Carroll running back? You really. You were uh, lobbying for the young man who had run for like over five or 6,000 yards or some unbelievable amount. Did he ever uh, sign with anybody? Yards. Okay. More like 7,500 yards. And he has not signed, <laughs> but he is now committed to the Air Force Academy. Oh, wow. So okay. he's committed to Air Force. And uh, yeah. Air Force, by the way, back-to-back 10-win seasons, I believe. And in fact, yeah. did they not play a bowl game this year? Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, you're on, you're on ESPN Central Texas. This is not a time to rub in the Air Force situation. <laughs> oh, that's, oh. I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, the young man. By the way, did you go support Lincoln uh, as a uh, the OU alum that you are and the lover of all OU sports? Did you did, did you show up to cover Lincoln Riley in person at the Cotton Bowl? No. 
No, but I had some timely tweets about that play call in the end zone that resulted in the safety. <laughs> I think I said something about it's the worst play call I've heard, I've, I've seen in the history of football. <laughs> oh, man. Bill Jones, well, not like a, a man. I know, not a man known for hyperbole, but when it comes to Sooners, every once in a while, Bill will mix it up a little bit. And uh, I did like your breakdown. <laughs> of the NFL playoff starting quarterbacks. I was looking at that earlier today. Big 12 with great representation. How about that? Yeah, five, did, did you get, five, yeah. Were you, were you able to come up with all five? Ooh, see, I didn't really, I hadn't really tried, but I, I do. Okay, so you got, okay, you had Geno Smith. His last year at West Virginia was in the Big 12. Versus yeah. Brock Purdy, and then you had Skylar Thompson, K State, starting for the Dolphins, and then you got Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, and then Jalen Hurts. So there's five. The most, uh, the it's, most starting yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs this year from the Big Twelve. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm just sitting here looking at, at Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. and Geno played in two conferences, so you covered that. Uh, very interesting. Let's see. This this is why Bill Jones. Let me give everybody your handle. All right. We'll we're going to get you even more followers, even though you have thirty five thousand followers already. Um, at CBS eleven, Bill Jones. At CBS eleven, Bill Jones is uh, Bill's Twitter handle. Bill, we'll be watching uh, on uh, CBS eleven this evening. Always enjoy your coverage of Cal- of the Cowboys, and uh, great to catch up with you today. All right, appreciate it, Matt. Thanks so much. You bet. There he goes, Bill Jones, longtime uh, television anchor in Dallas Fort Worth, uh, and uh, CBS eleven, which is the Cowboys channel. So. He's Bill's always doing the Cowboys uh, preseason games and all that kind of good stuff. So good to visit with Bill, kind of get his take on things. Even though Bill has been kind of affiliated with the Cowboys over the years, I didn't sense that he has just a great. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I just don't think he has the Cowboys winning this game tonight. Uh, anxious to see. What our people think out there, our listeners, 254-662-1660. Throughout the show today, give us your score, and I'll give a few of these on the air. Uh, Aaron and I will be checking this out. Give us your score and why you think it'll be that way. I just want about one sentence, okay? You don't have to write a story. This is not the Waco Trib, all right? It's not the Dallas Morning News. This is not your chance to write a, a you know 12-inch story. Just give me a sentence. 254-662-1660. Give us the score and a sentence on the game. And uh, that's our CNC Collision Center text line. It is the Matt Mosley Show presented by CNB Central National Bank. And uh, appreciate everybody. Next, we do some Campus Confidential. A lot of stuff going on across college football. Some good news for Baylor football fans. All of it's next. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break. Donate blood. And save lives. 
Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the Base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the Base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend saw the 49ers over the Seahawks 41-23. Chargers blow a 27-point lead to lose to the Jags 31-30. Bills over the Dolphins 34-31. Giants beat the Vikings 31-24 and the Bengals over the Ravens 27-17. Tonight the Cowboys and the Bucks 7-15 kickoff and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Winner takes on the 49ers next week. Jags at KC. Giants at Philadelphia. Bengals at the Bills in the divisional round. Bader basketball beat Oklahoma State on Saturday 74-58. The Bears travel to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech, looking for their first Big 12 win tomorrow night. Baylor women lose for the first time in West Virginia yesterday, 74-65. Baylor women back home in the Ferrell Center hosting Kansas State on Wednesday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It is game day. It's wild card weekend, and it continues an expanded version this year, Monday night. And uh, Cowboys in Tampa will we'll, uh, get it on. And uh, great to have Bill Jones from CBS 11 in uh, Dallas. Y'all have seen him for years. He does the Cowboys preseason games, does the play-by-play for TV and on the Cowboys network, and uh, Bill does great work. So always fun to catch up with him. And 7-15 kickoff. Going to be big. Going to be big tonight as uh, we get ready to see if the Cowboys will have a chance to advance to the divisional round against the San Francisco 49ers. And if they do that, I think, you know, everybody will kind of get excited again. I think right now I sense from Cowboys fans just not a lot of hope in this. And I want to remind everybody the CNC Collision Center text line is open for you. Uh, give us your pred- score prediction for tonight in like one or two sentences why you think it's going to end up, end up like that. Five o'clock hour comes around. We'll read some of these and interact with our good folks out there. But right now, Aaron uh, has some um, Campus Confidential news for us. We will start with some good news for Baylor football. Senior T.J. Franklin has announced he will return for a fifth season. Franklin, who played his high school ball at Temple, played in all 13 games for the Bears this past season as the defensive end recorded 36 total tackles, three of which for three for loss and one and a half sacks during his career at Baylor Played in 45 games total, and before he announced that he was coming back, Baylor was looking at losing their entire two deep on the defensive line. Yeah, that would have been tough. Um, I think there's a renewed sense of urgency on his defense with a couple of the uh, dismissals that occurred, the new coaches that have come in on that side of the ball, and some excitement there, the safeties coach, the uh, defensive coordinator, Matt Pallage. Oh, Matt Pallage, he's a big listener to the show. We cannot wait to have Matt on. That'll be a lot of fun. And we'll do that soon. We'll do that soon uh, and get Matt on and, and visit with him. But what a great uh, thing for the Bears. Uh, T.J. Franklin, you know, when you have some people like Al Walcott and others, Lorando Snacks Johnson, some of these players that have ended up in Arkansas, leave out on defense. Always great news when somebody decides to stay. And there's been some good news in terms of safety, linebacker, cornerback. There's been some transfer portal news along the way. But when you get to keep one of your own, especially one of our own from Central Texas in T.J. Franklin, you got to be happy about that. you got to be excited about it. And uh, T.J. is a, uh, he's a, he's a big guy. He can be dominant at times. I think he has to be more consistent. But, man, it, it's uh, – under the new defensive coordinator, new regime, I, I think um, it'll be great to have TJ because the last thing you want is your local guys leaving and going other places. I don't want guys from Temple leaving. I, you know, I don't want them leaving in the first place. I want them coming to Baylor when we get a chance at them. And you know, obviously, some guys are going to go elsewhere. But um, great to have TJ uh, staying with the Bears. The new AP Top 25 polls are out for both the men and the women. For the first time in 19 years, the women's poll does not have Baylor in it. The Bears have been ranked for, the, the Baylor women have been ranked for 365 consecutive polls before falling out this week after losses last week to Oklahoma State 
and West Virginia. Only Tennessee at 565, and UConn, who currently has a current streak of 556, have had longer streaks in the 46-year history of the poll. The uh, well, the uh, number one team, still South Carolina, still undefeated and unanimous. Ohio State 2, LSU 3, Stanford 4, and UConn is number 5. As far as the Big 12, Oklahoma is 15, Iowa State 18, and Texas 25, the only three Big 12 teams in the poll. Bears is just outside the poll. And I, I do like this team. Asia Blackwell came back in this uh, game in, in West Virginia. West Virginia is on a little bit of a roll. I think they may have won three games in a row after uh, dropping a couple to both Kansas and Kansas State. They've, they've – uh, really found something bears fought back in this game and had it uh we're really in good shape even going into the fourth quarter and 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 it didn't it didn't work out didn't finish strong had too many turnovers down the stretch this was yesterday sunday afternoon game on espnu and listen i there was always going to be a step back now last year they were able to win a conference championship um, still had some unbelievable players that remain from uh, Kim Mulkey's teams. And, and Nikki did a great job of kind of trying to basically having to re-recruit them, keep them at Baylor, and she formed great relationships with them. Now Sarah, Caitlin Bickle, there's really only about three players that remain from the Kim era, maybe just two, maybe three. But uh, it's uh, this is tough, but this is – this is part of the transition, okay? It was not going to go from being dominant for 19 seasons and just continue to be dominant. It, there was going to be a step back at some point, and it seems to be happening right now. That doesn't mean they can't stick right in the middle of this conference race. The good news is there's really no dominant team. OSU's a lot better. Uh, West Virginia's a lot better. Oklahoma's pretty good. Iowa State's obviously good. K-State's okay. I mean, I, I Kansas is a lot better this season. They've beaten some really good teams, including Arizona. I mean, it, it just you can't really, other than maybe TCU, who's a bad team? In the, in the, you know, so it, it's really become a deep conference. And for whatever reason, it just wasn't a deep conference. Baylor just ran the whole conference for many, many years. And so some of it's a, a little bit unfortunate and bad timing for Nikki Collin. Some of this is just natural that this was going to happen. Now, of course, it doesn't help that Kim is number three in the country, 18 or 19 and 0 at LSU, and honestly has a chance, they have a chance to win it all. And they had a big statue thing for Simone Augustus the other day. They had over 11,000 fans at LSU. I mean, it, I, I, I don't, I, this couldn't, shouldn't come as a shock. She was the, the, the top, you know, one of the, the greatest coaches in the history of women's basketball. Did you think she was going to leave Waco and go somewhere and not be successful? I mean, she's gone to LSU, and she took a bad team, and she's turned them into a monster already. It's what she does. So... I mean, I, you know, Baylor, everybody decided to move on. She decided she wanted to go somewhere else. Baylor decided they were, I think, kind of done. And we'll see. But uh, I don't think you can overreact to this latest news. It's just, it's unfortunate. 
But listen, there's a long way to go here. And I promise you, Mac is, you know, I'm not, he's, I wouldn't call him the most patient man in the world, but he also is going to give Nikki time to build her team. She's got great freshmen on this team and let it grow and see where it heads. All right. But, but yeah, bad losses, back-to-back losses, OSU, Iowa State. Bears fall out of the top 25 um, for the first time since 2004. As Aaron said, some, some kind of insane weeks, whatever it was, 300 and something, Aaron, 363 straight rankings or whatever it is. But uh, uh, it was a great run. And uh, But it, honestly, this is not that big a deal. As long as they hang in there, stay in the running for this conference, climb back in the top 25, it won't matter. On the men's side, a week after falling out of the top 25 for the first time since the 2018-2019 season, the Baylor men are back in the top 25 after wins this week over West Virginia and Oklahoma State. They are in this week's poll at number 21. Houston is number one with 34 first-place votes, followed by Kansas at number two with 23, Purdue number three with three, Alabama and UCLA round out the top five. As far as the Big 12, Texas is number seven. Iowa State is 12. Kansas State, 13. uh, TCU, 14. Baylor is 21. Well, K-State finally lost. I mean, they were on a roll to start the season. They lose at TCU. Baylor found out the hard way. It's a good TCU team. Baylor had them down really uh, played a great first half, and then TCU opened it up and just had way too many straight-line drives and um, and beat the Baylor team. TCU's good. They really are. Iowa State's good, too. Could have beaten K- Kansas in that game, so Kansas sitting up there at number two. But uh, both TCU, Iowa State, really good. Baylor's, uh, as you see, with Baylor going up there at 21, that's respect for the program uh, because – the teams they beat are have a combined one win in the Big 12. Let's not act like they beat great teams, but Baylor played better and I think started to display that, hey, uh, it doesn't matter totally who they beat. It was how they played, and they put together a full game the other day at the uh, Farrell Center. Aaron, do they uh, – do you know if they fixed the light issue over there? Did Now, we're, we're – were John and Pat okay? Or did they remain on the air during all that? How did did uh, or did they lose their power as well? How did how did we fare on that? Because the TV people had to use a cell phone to call the rest of the game. We fared well. Usually, when because the power flashed out here for about a half second too. Usually, when that happens, the board will reset in the computer too. But it didn't, and so and John and Pat despite the uh, power surge or whatever it was, we were able to stay on the air. So we we didn't lose them at all. They uh, talked <laughs> with the first gent during the 15-minute break and uh, talked about the last time that the lights had went out on the Baylor men's basketball team, which was against Texas A&M uh, in the old Hard Texas Coliseum. So we were uninterrupted as far as the broadcast, not the game. I just like the fact that they turned around and asked if the first gent Quick would come down for a visit. <laughs> yeah. hey, he's an Oklahoma State alum and <sighs> played basketball there. So 
<laughs> that's that and and talking about the uh, A and M game where the lights went out. They filled it quite well. Do you think John? Did they send somebody up there to get him? I just like the. I wonder who their runner was. I can just they see said, John hey. m- motioning furiously <laughs> yeah. to him to hey, uh, can you come down? The first gent, yeah. I I'll tell you what. Love the first gent. Would love to sit next to him. Don't want to sit behind him. Okay, he's a, he's got a great wingspan. He's about six seven or six eight. Do not want to sit behind the first gent at a Baylor game, but love seeing him down there because he's got the the arms are up. He's a he's a great fan. He really is. He's one of our best fans, and um, I, I like I like his style and I like that they. Uh, what they, John used to pull me in on some rain delays for football occasionally. Had a lightning delay one time against K State that went for like an hour and a half, and I got the call. I was at that game. <laughs> I got the call to show up and do some radio with uh, with uh, with John, and uh, that might have been yeah. JJ was already doing it. Yeah, that would have been with those two. But uh, interesting, interesting. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they I, – I hope they figured out. Did you ever hear any kind of announcement? Has anybody ever, like, put out a statement on exactly what happened to the lights at the Farrell Center? I didn't see anything. No, I haven't seen anything either. Okay, I'm going to get a – I'm going to see if Baylor will give me a statement, okay, Aaron? some point during this show, I'm going to produce a reason – let's see. I'm going to reach out to Matt Roberts, and I'm going to see if I can provide – a, a a formal explanation of why the lights went out at the Farrell Center. The night the lights went out at Farrell Center. That was the only thing that could have saved Oklahoma State because they were getting driven. It was 45-25, to 25, I think, when the lights went out. And then the Bears jumped up to like a 28-point lead. And then they were kind enough to take their foot off the gas and let the pokes kind of hang, you know, make the score somewhat respectable. But great defense. Man, I love that. We may talk a little bit more about that as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, what else do you have for us? I mean, I don't want to cut you short here. What, do you, what other uh, items did, did you want to share with us? A week after losing their offensive coordinator to Clemson, TCU, according to multiple reports, is considering former Baylor offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles as their next offensive coordinator, first reported by Jeremy Clark of Horn Frog Blitz, but it's since been reported by multiple other sources that the Horn Frogs are pursuing Bryles as their next offensive coordinator. He's currently the offensive coordinator at Arkansas and, of course, was formerly the offensive coordinator here at Baylor. Well, this is going to make it really interesting for TCU folks because they spent a lot of time um, talking about Baylor and obviously using the, the, uh, the scandal that occurred uh, to constantly bring that up. And I, I, we would never count on TCU fans to be supportive of Baylor in any possible way, but especially during that time. And I don't think, um, I don't think they were felt too bad that, to see Art Bryles go. Obviously, Art and Gary had an incredible uh, back and forth. It had become a great rivalry the revivalry, we called it, and a lot of it was fueled between the uh, contempt uh, from both of those coaches had for each other, Gary Patterson and Art Bryles. That was the weird one that I pulled off, Aaron. To this day, I remain 
I remain pretty good friends with both of those people. I've somehow remained Switzerland in this thing. Now, of course, I lean the Bears way on all things, but I'm just talking about in the between uh, Art and Gary. Uh, so interesting to hear Kendall to TCU. So the same people, Aaron, by the way, who talked about you know how horrible the Browses were and how. Arkansas and who else has ever hired Kendall, Ole Miss, wherever he's been, the same people who have talked about how, you know, how could anybody ever hire him will be applauding hiring Kendall Bryles. That's the way these things work. Now, not everybody. I'm sure there's somebody from TCU who will say, hey, don't hire him. Okay? He's associated with a, with a big-time college football scandal at Baylor. They should not bring him in. But, uh, you know, Kendall – Phil Bennett, uh, Randy Clements, Kaz Kazadi up there at uh, TCU, used to be at SMU with Sonny. Most everybody on uh, art staff has gone on with their careers. And, um, you know, if, if TCU wants to hire Kendall, more power to them um, as, as far as what I say. But uh, it will be kind of interesting. Uh, there will be some people change their tune a little bit. Aaron, anything else? Uh, real quick, a couple of uh, probable first-round picks declared for the NFL draft today. Ohio State junior quarterback C.J. Stroud, who will more than likely be a top-five pick, and uh, USC Trojan wide receiver Jordan Addison, who transferred from Pittsburgh, won the Bolitnikoff. He declared also and is expected to be a first-round pick. He didn't get any money, did he, from USC? We don't think any money exchange <laughs> hands, do we? No. Um it is the <laughs> just what he just wanted to be on the west coast <laughs> just love love the weather out there the bears the bears are getting hot and heavy in the nil business big time advisory group kevin cherry on there jeremy fudge whoa some big timers on this advisory council you know you're getting older aaron when some of the people, or at least one of the people who showed up on the advisory council for Baylor's NIL collective I went to school with, is actually younger than me, <laughs> younger than I am. That's not, that's not good. That's not good. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We roll along, and I kind of want inter- to interact with our folks. Um, I have asked you to give your prediction for this evening Give a score prediction and a reason why you think that's going to happen. Let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. We'll read some of those, and then I'll, I'll uh, I'll give you my take next. Everyone, with today's Cowboys game day playoff report, I'm Christy Scales, and we're just hours from kickoff of Cowboys Bucks in the wild card round here in Tampa. All pro receiver CD Lamb tells you about the legacy the current players are trying to live up to right after this. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Dang. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying $5 Miller Lights, lawn games, food trucks, and more. For more info, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? 
At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. The 12 and 5 Cowboys are wild cards taking on the 8 and 9 NFC South champion Bucks tonight, a team that held the Cowboys to 3 points in the regular season opener. Receiver CD Lamb, who was named second team All-Pro this week, was held to just two catches in that game. He has to step up for Dak tonight. He also knows the Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game in 30 years because when you play in Dallas, you're constantly compared to past playoff teams. We all represent the stars. Everything that's been done before us, we can't really control, but what we can control is what we do now. Last year, obviously, we fell short, so now we got this opportunity again. We got to step up. Kickoff tonight here in Tampa versus Tom Brady and the Bucks, 715 Central. With this game day playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. 
Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, <clears throat> great to uh, start the 5 o'clock hour. And uh, had Bill Jones on earlier, CBS 11's Bill Jones, longtime Cowboys host, hosts a lot of the different Cowboys shows, does the preseason play-by-play for the Cowboys, and uh, always good to visit with Bill. He had a lot of interesting insight for us. And, Aaron, I know you've been taking a peek. Let's pull up our... Uh, our text line, our, our CNC Collision Centered text line, and uh, we'll start rolling through a few of these uh, these predictions. I, uh, I do find it interesting, and I might read a, a couple of these quotes because this story is very interesting to me. How ESPN landed Cowboys Bucks. For years, the Monday night football game on ESPN did not get the greatest games. I mean, they got an okay schedule. And sometimes, you know, they'd get in, the games at the beginning of the season would end up being better than you thought. Um, they lost what was considered the biggest game of their season with the, what happened with DeMar Hamlin. And obviously everybody was watching that. But they had to eventually can- cancel the game. And um, there's just different reasons that – some people wonder, okay, how is that the reason? Did they have to give them a makeup game? I mean, Cowboys Bucks, just so you know, there are some great games this weekend. This will blow everything away. This will a Monday night playoff game is going to blow every one of those games on Saturday and Sunday completely out of the water. And I'm you say, well, that was 31 to 30. This was da, 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 da. I mean those were those were some very interesting games. One was 31-24. I mean they they three of the I mean games were excellent. Aaron, am I missing one were all of them good? I'm trying to think back. Uh cuz I'm trying to think back of that first one. Yeah, the tight the uh the 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 that first all all the games were pretty good, weren't they? The Jags came all the way back and they win that game. On Saturday night, what was the? Were there any of the game? I'm trying to think back. Or, the, or uh, mo- yeah, even like the 49ers ended up blowing them out, but that game yes. was 18 to 17 in the third quarter. You're right. You're right. 41 23 is the final, but that thing was a one point game at halftime, and uh, and the game was uh, interesting. This game's going to blow it all out, and this was fascinating to me. The the one of the things that being honored by the NFL with giving Monday Night Football this unbelievable game is the commitment they made in recruiting Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. The, both of them have monster, you know, deals, huge money, and it says with six Super Bowls and over three hundred games, they're the longest running broadcast team on NFL TV. ESPN will pay the duo. $165 million over the next five years. Goodness gracious. Aaron, I mean, think about all the people across the country working their you know, rears off. Some of them are off today. Some are not. As we honor uh, Dr. King today, MLK Day, and, and they're paying a broadcasting duo, and they're good. $165 million. The new booth helped ESPN land a more robust 
Monday night football game schedule this year. And its first two Super Bowls after the 2026 and 2030 seasons. Amazing. Amazing that ESPN will have those Super Bowls. And then uh, also, they say the Peyton and Eli Manning thing brought a lot to it. The NFL loved that. The Disney factor. And then also the the big-time executive that Jimmy Pitaro, uh, the former Disney executive, came over and took the top job at Bristol three years ago from John Skipper. They say that has a lot to do with it. And they made it they made it their mission to fix the broken relationship with NFL Brass on Park Avenue, and it's working. The uh, according to one of these top guys, John Kozner, who has a consultancy firm, uh, a consulting firm, the two executives have done a quote, superb job improving the NFL relationship. So uh, pretty pretty amazing. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, one media executive, uh, Aaron we- Eric Weinberger, says no one promotes the NFL like ESPN. They should get the Cowboys and Brady. And uh, during Monday's episode of First Take, Stephen A. Smith, Ryan Clark, Michael Irvin, and Molly, uh, uh, how you say her name, Kiram offered props to Aikman and Buck for helping them land the big game. We salute you, said Steve, uh, said Smith. Isn't that interesting, Aaron, to have Stephen A. Smith admitting that uh, a couple of other broadcasters, not not a guy normally to give too much credit to other broadcasters, and uh, even Stephen A. Smith saluted Joe Buck and Troy Aikman for being able to land this this huge game. Uh, now again, I'm I'm soliciting the uh, scores for tonight's game. I want predictions from you, uh, and uh, I want you to do it on the text line, 254-662-1660. You give your score and and a uh, and a reason why. Hey, if somebody wants to call in the 5 o'clock hour, I still love taking calls, and so you can call us, 254-662-1660, or text us at all. And um, the... Uh, I got one on the text line here from Sean in Waco. Uh, and, uh, boy, just tremendous uh, big-time executive there in Waco. Says Cowboys uh, defense keeps them in game. Now, he keeps saying, though, 8 to nothing is going to be the score. But I, I don't know if this is a, a play on the fact that Brady will go to – 8-0 against the Cowboys all time. He seems very stuck on this prediction. 8 to nothing. Now, wouldn't that be something? I mean, that seems like an odd prediction, I, I, a score prediction. But if the Cowboys lose tonight, Tom Brady will improve to 8-0 all time against the Cowboys. And I'm trying to remember off the top of my head any of those games where the Cowboys had a legit shot. Two years ago to start the season, they got in a huge shootout with Tampa Bay. And Brady played really well, but the Cowboys did get some turnovers in that game and were not able to capitalize. I think Dak actually put up really good numbers in that game, too. But the Cowboys did not win. I think of a few years ago at a game in, they lost 13-10 to or 13-9 to uh, uh, in 
New England, and then um, to Brady. And then one of those years, uh, Tony played pretty well. Actually, I don't know if he played that well because lo- it was a low-scoring game, and they lost at uh, – and, and then, of course, Tom came in, and one of those games, I remember, was at AT&T Stadium. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head all of Brady's wins against the Cowboys over the years. All right, um, Aaron, what is – Give me your prediction, and then feel free to give me any other predictions that are starting to come in on the CNC Collision Center text line. What do you have this thing coming down to tonight? I think that Dallas will be able to be balanced enough on offense where Dak can make some plays and hopefully not make the same mistakes. And I think that the Bucks' terrible offense that they've had for most of the year will continue for the most part. I think Dallas wins. 27 to 17. 27 to 17. And a man who used to live and die with the Cowboys. And there may come a time tonight in this game, if it's close, I I think Aaron admitted recently, he, he tried to say that he had shut the door on the Cowboys. He couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't put up with it. And yet every once in a while, his fandom will come back. And though I don't think he would admit it on air, there is a chance that tonight, wherever he's watching this from, likely at his condo, hard by Valley Mills, we won't give (laughs) the exact location, that that he'll slip an old Cowboys, either a jersey or a jersey or something on, something Cowboys related, maybe even a Cowboys cap, I could see in the cover of darkness. Aaron doing that this evening, so we'll keep tabs on that. Uh, Aaron predicting a Cowboys victory, twenty-seven to seventeen. Aaron, are we starting to we have, we have some uh, uh, trickling in on the text line? A couple, and okay. they both think that. Well, they just got another one, but uh, the first two both thought that Tampa Bay was going to lose. The Tampa Bay was going to win, excuse me. Okay, all right. We got Tampa Bay winning with a couple of uh, uh, text line messages coming in. 254-662-1660. And so we got two Tampa Bay. We got Aaron saying the the Cowboy. We did have, uh, let's see, three Tampa Bay now because we've had three on the text line. Sean's come in. Uh, Aaron says the Cowboys are going to win this thing 27-17. As we get closer to kickoff, I sort of see a scenario where Dak kind of puts his turnovers away and kind of gets going in this game. This needs to be a big C.D. Lamb game. But for some reason, I kind of sense that Michael Gallup is going to make one of those big plays down the sideline that he's been known for over the years. And, and this is a game where I think, I, I, I really think they've been missing Pollard. And some of this, he might not have been at full strength, but when they've been at their best this year, it's when Pollard gets going, shows, shows off his speed, and he does, you know, he, he is a home run hitter. My take is if Pollard has... Oh, if, if Pollard has 100 yards, Cowboys do win this game. Because that means that there'll be a running game, that play action will be there, and that could calm things down, down for Dak. I also think 
the Cowboys hopefully took some notes off what the New York Giants did. You say, why would they be watching the Giants? Well, I, I, I think what Daniel Jones did yesterday was instructive. I think he was decisive, not only with his throws. He threw for over 300 yards, four touchdowns. He was great throwing the ball. But he also ran, especially in the first half, for over 70 yards. And he, the threat, they, they had no chance. It was almost kind of like they came into the game and didn't realize and had forgotten how athletic he was. And he, and he made great decisions. He knew where to go, even on blitzes. He was dropping the ball off on, this, on, on little uh, screen passes right where the blitz was coming from. And then in the open field, unlike what we see sometimes with college quarterbacks, he was not doing the whole thing. A lot, and a lot of NFL quarterbacks love to slide, okay? And in, in college, the marking of a slide, you are absolutely you, – you've got to figure – college quarterbacks are starting to figure out how to get down without it being a slide. Because if you slide like you do in the NFL, you lose like five yards. They literally mark it where you start to think about your slide. What I liked about um, Daniel Jones is that he protected his body while not sliding. He would get down, and then one time, you know, he got down on a slide, and somebody came in high on him. And um, and then there was one. I'm getting all my wild card games a little bit mixed up. But, Aaron, did you see – was it the what? What was the reason we were saying yesterday that some ref should be relieved after one of those games? Was it because I? Oh, I think it was because of a uh, a roughing the passer call. Yeah, against and, the Giants, Kirk Cousins. He's he's literally just trying to get him to the ground, and he's still in 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 the motion of throwing, and they called they called uh, roughing the passer on it. Terrible call. But that's been You're happening right. all year. It, it has. And, and it, it almost feels weird. In, in the aftermath of what happened to DeMar Hamlin, you're like, well, you know, they got to try to keep the players safe. But <laughs> I, here's what I think's happening. I think there was a rule. I think they really tried to outlaw slinging the player or, like, body slamming the player. But if you're slinging a player to the, ga- to the ground – a quarterback, and he still has the ball in his hand, <clears throat> that's a whole different thing. The ball came out, and then after he had already started to try to throw him to the ground, and then the quarterback went to the ground, and that play was called. I mean, and of course, the other player I was talking about in that game, Aaron, was uh, was Slay, um, the, uh, the Giants wide receiver who had a horrible drop on what would have been a first down, would have extended things for the Giants. It extended a deal, and it reminded some people of Patrick Creighton, what he did for the Cowboys in 2007. Romo bought time, ran around, threw a beautiful ball to him on the run, would have been a first down on like a third and 11, and he just flat out dropped it. Slay did the same thing. and uh, or Wait, I keep saying it's Slay. Slayton. What's that guy, Aaron, is that right? Is it Darius Slayton? Darius Slayton, yeah. Slayton? Slayton, yes. Okay, all right. Uh, I, as I was saying that, I was thinking there's there's somebody named Slay that's a— The uh, uh, Eagles cornerback. That's, that's a cornerback. That's right. That's right. All right, Slayton. Anyway, the guy just had a horrible drop in that game. 
So I think he was feeling a tremendous amount of uh, relief out of that one. All right, we'll continue talking Cowboys and Bucks. We are less than two hours away from kickoff. You, of course, will hear that game tonight uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, that's going to be that's going to be very exciting. We'll continue to talk uh, some of your scores that you're giving us, and then also um, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Baylor's win over Oklahoma State, the men, as they have jumped back in the top 25. And I'll tell you why I think they're trending in the right direction. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including men's and women's basketball, plus track and field and men's tennis opening their spring schedules. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with the deal of all deals. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on the new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with second and third row seating options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event. It's happening now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor men's basketball recorded a big 74-58 win over Oklahoma State Saturday in the Farrell Center. Half, the Bears with plenty of power on their own. Four players in double-figure scoring led by L.J. Cryer with 16. They held Oklahoma State to 38% shooting on the day to improve their record to 12-5 and on the year, now 2-3 and in Big 12 play. Headed to Lubbock today, they'll play Texas Tech tomorrow night. Meanwhile, the Baylor women on the road at West Virginia Sunday afternoon. They fell to the Mountaineers 74-65 the final despite 24 on the day by guard Sarah Andrews. The game drops the Baylor women to 12-5, now 3-2 in the Big 12, but also marked the return of Asia Blackwell to the court. She had not played since December 18th with an injury, played just under 11 minutes, scored two points, had three rebounds with an assist. After the game, women's coach Nikki Collin. You know, our bench, um, some kids haven't played a lot of minutes, but I thought our bench came in and played hard. And, um, you know, it was about starting the third quarter, how we ended the second. I thought we got, you know, some good minutes from Asia. Haven't seen her in a long time. And, and uh, it's probably a long road back to think we're going to get, you know, the Asia that we had the first, you know, month of the season before her in- injury. But um, I thought she gave us a spark um, there at the end. And, and I thought we opened the, the third quarter um, well um, and, then, and then not so much there for a while. 
Nikki Collin on the return of Asia Blackwell to the floor yesterday. The Baylor women home Wednesday, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center hosting Kansas State. Baylor track and field opened their indoor schedule, running at the Corky Classic in Lubbock over the weekend. They won the men's and women's 4x400-meter relays and also had individual victories in the 200 and the 400. And Baylor men's tennis opening their spring slate yesterday with victories over Lamar and Incarnate Word. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find T-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the Basin Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend saw the 49ers over the Seahawks 41-23. Chargers blow a 27-point lead to lose to the Jags 31-30. Bills over the Dolphins 34-31. Giants beat the Vikings 31-24. And the Bengals over the Ravens 27-17. Tonight, the Cowboys and the Bucks 7-15 kickoff. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Winner takes on the 49ers next week. Jags at KC. Giants at Philadelphia. Bengals at the Bills in the divisional round. Bader basketball beat Oklahoma State on Saturday, 74-58. The Bears travel to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech, looking for their first Big 12 win tomorrow night. Bader women lose for the first time in West Virginia yesterday, 74-65. Bader women back home in the Ferrell Center hosting Kansas State on Wednesday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and lots of uh, lots of fun stuff going on. Uh, we are less than two hours away from kickoff. Cowboys and the Bucks getting it on tonight in Tampa. Uh, the pirate ship it'll be ready to go. Uh, this is uh, this is this is a great matchup. It's going to do a monstrous number on TV. You can, of course, hear the game right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then, of course, hear Baylor play tomorrow night as they go out to Lubbock. And there are some teams in this conference right now, including Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas Tech. What happens is when you're stacked at the top and there's about six or seven teams that are really, really good, you can have about three teams that are also pretty good just get annihilated. And unfortunately for, like, West Virginia – they, they aren't getting annihilated. They're just losing a bunch of one-point games. And it's really starting to uh, take effect. And they even, their longtime assistant coach for, uh, for Coach Huggins was, uh, was let go the other day with really not much of an explanation. In fact, I looked it up, Aaron, to see what Coach Huggins, I, I looked, I wanted to find what he said at his press conference. And he read a statement. Talked about how long they'd been together and just said he would not be taking any more questions on it. Now, you know, I don't know if you're when you make a massive change like that, associate head coach, somebody's been that close to you forever. Uh, I I would think you would you might provide some kind of context for that. I mean, they've had losing seasons before. They've had other poor starts, but he will not be with them moving forward. And so Coach Huggins um, addressed that. I thought the uh, 
Uh, and, and, and Aaron, before we move on, I, I do want to talk about uh, the, this Cowboys game, and, and we'll get to the text line, CNC Collision Center text line. I had asked you to provide your prediction for the game and maybe a sentence or two on why you think that is. Uh, I, Aaron predicts Cowboys to win this thing 27-17. I, I think there's a chance. I do think there's a chance they win. I think it might be more. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. And so I think it's more like 31-27. 31-27, the Cowboys win this thing. Uh, they're going to have to. They're going to have to run the ball a little bit tonight, and I think Pollard is a huge X factor in this game. If they can get Pollard going, you know that's good. The good thing for the Cowboys is Tampa has had a lot of trouble running the football. They just don't even. A lot of times they don't even try to do it, and it's all on a forty-five-year-old quarterback. The only problem is the forty-five-year-old quarterback happens to be one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Probably the best quarterback we've ever seen. Certainly from a winning standpoint backs that up. He's owned the Cowboys. He's trying to go to 8-0 and uh, on his uh, career. So we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. The other night, the uh, lights went off for the uh, Baylor, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't cool the Bears off. They had a 45-25 lead. Farrell's center, somebody tripped a breaker. I don't know. I mean, that's just crazy. Barrel Center lights go off. Game was delayed for like 15 or 20 minutes, and then they got it going again. Bears played much better on defense, made it tough on Oklahoma State. Now, yeah, Oklahoma State missed some open threes. That, that's that's not a good offense, and they've got some athletic players, but boy, they didn't. And, and they'll be time. They'll beat some pretty good teams this year because of their athleticism and because they play really good defense. But for the Bears to be that efficient, especially the, like the first half, I mean, they moved the ball like crazy. They were hitting threes. But this was one of the first games where both sides, uh, both sides of the court really came to play. And the other thing is when L.J. Cryer is that engaged and his threes falling, this team becomes just a lot scarier. I mean, they were able to build a really nice halftime lead without Keontae George having to be great. Now, he played fine, but he, you know, he didn't have to have a huge game. And, and they, got, they got some scoring for, from other places. Uh, Flo you know, made a lot of free throws. His free throw shooting so much better. I mean, he was really you know, doing some nice things. They were getting some easy looks, some dunks. Loner was kind of being disruptive. We keep hearing people bring up, hey, they need somebody to be like Mark Vidal. Well, I thought he was kind of like that in that game. You know, they need to turn Del Bonner loose on defense. He may be one of their best man-to-man defenders. It's staying in front of people. I mean, I, when, when he's locked in defensively, they can be really good. And then when Langston Love comes in, and and it's just when you have a guard with that much size, that much length and athleticism, it Baylor can kind of come at you in waves. So we've talked a lot about some of the deficiencies they have. They're not bringing much scoring off the bench. But help is on the way. I mean, I think Langston can get better in that area. I think Loner can get better. I mean, I, it's there's just a lot. Ojan Wuna is, is only going to get better. And I think he's, I think he's getting better as far as 
They know how to when to deliver the ball to him. He's getting better at finishing. You know, from a defensive standpoint, I think he's going to be a good shot blocker. His timing's getting better. I mean, I, I just think there's a lot of things. I thought flow. I mean, the, the thing for flow is he can help you as a defender and rebounder. He's just got to stay out of foul trouble. And he's he's got to know late in like the first half, um, okay, I gotta if 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 Scott is gonna trust him and keep him in a game, you can't pick up the third foul. You've gotta you've gotta be straight up and, and the Bears have to be a little smarter at not committing those fouls like far away from the bucket. I mean it is there's there's certain things you don't need to do. But some of the trapping some of the man-to-man defense, even when they, uh, uh, you know, they go to zone a little bit, just everything was more efficient about the way this team played, and so I think that makes you feel good about where the men's program's headed. They started 0-3, now they're 2-3. They go to Lubbock and play against a really struggling Texas Tech team, and you know, could Texas Tech play a lot better? You bet they could. Do they have as much scoring and depth as Baylor? I don't think so. I, I don't think. I mean, they'll get better as the year comes unfolds, but I think the Bears are in good shape for this particular ball game. Now, Aaron, as we get ready for Tampa in Dallas, uh, uh, Cowboys opened as three-point favorites in this. A lot of people love betting the Cowboys, even as the road game here. Usually that'll drive a line a little bit. Um, but, uh, Aaron, uh, we had people weighing in on the text line. That's 254-662-1660, our CNC Collision Center text line. What are some of our predictions and, and some of the reasoning behind that? Cowboys 34, Bucks 24. In the 254, he says, quote, I think Micah Parsons and company will wear Brady. Then Brady will head to the Raiders and get a get a bowl haircut like the owner. Um, <laughs> also from the uh, 254, he just, he says, Cowboys 31, Bucks 28. It's Brady's time to finally lose. And grumpy old fan says the Cowboys lose tonight due to the official. Oh, man. Due to the officials. Officiating, but same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, let me see. Let me see what I had. We had one other one that came in. And, uh, let's see. Dak keeps it on read option. Brady throws for 300 plus, but only two field goals. Game ends with Cowboys spiking to stop the clock, and Tampa Bay defender dives and catches Dak's throw to the ground. <laughs> okay, okay, we got some jokes being told here. Oh, man, that, that's one of our callers and texters who sometimes calls in to Austin Radio as well and uh, likes to get involved in some good jokes. So there's another one from the text line. That is Sean in Waco. Oh, man, former former athletic Big-time uh, athlete from the area and uh, who likes to weigh in on these things. You know, I, I just feel like this has to be a game where Dan Quinn finds a way to get Tom Brady out of rhythm. 
Now, what you know, Tom's shown that he can play poorly for three quarters or, or not be in a rhythm and then wake up and go win a game. He's done it this season a couple of times. But I think early, <clears throat> I mean, I think it would be a great thing, Aaron, if TV picks up on Tom either breaking one of those Microsoft tablets or screaming at his teammates because he, he, he does that. He'll chew out a teammate in a hurry. Now they've gotten they've gotten healthy, you know. At at um, you know, but isn't it funny, Aaron, when you think of Tampa Bay, and you think of the weapons they have? I always still think like Gronk's going to show up, don't you? Don't you always kind of feel like Gronk's going to be out there? He might show up at the last minute and try to help out Tom. He's not. He's not walking through that door, Aaron. Whatever happened to that guy, Cameron Brait? Remember him? He's still he there. Out? Is he still with him? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, right. he's K. Dotton has basically replaced him as the starting tight end. He still plays in some, I was going to say 12 packages, which is two tight ends, but two tight end packages. But K. Dotton's the starting tight end now. All right. Aaron loves his fantasy, so he knows that between uh, uh, Godwin and Mike Evans and whoever else they throw out there, Used to have a one one other guy that was like a big time, but I don't think he's with them anymore. That'll be interesting to see what the Cowboys can do, and then what the Cowboys will do at cornerback. I think this will calm every one of the Cowboys fans down, Aaron. The fact that Mullins has an illness and will not be suited out for this game. Now Xavier Rhodes, the veteran, has been elevated. Also, Hankins has been brought back for this game, and uh, both of them expected to be active, although. Aaron, it's almost getting ready. I mean, we're about an hour and a half, so I'll be able in the, the dismount in a second to tell you who is uh, inactive and active for the game. That is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. 
the story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend saw the 49ers over the Seahawks 41-23. Chargers blow a 27-point lead to lose to the Jags 31-30. Bills over the Dolphins 34-31. Giants beat the Vikings 31-24. And the Bengals over the Ravens 27-17. Tonight, the Cowboys and the Bucks 7-15 kickoff. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Winner takes on the 49ers next week. Jags at KC. Giants at Philadelphia. Bengals at the Bills in the divisional round. Bader basketball beat Oklahoma State on Saturday, 74-58. The Bears travel to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech, looking for their first Big 12 win tomorrow night. Bader women lose for the first time in West Virginia yesterday, 74-65. Bader women back home in the Ferrell Center hosting Kansas State on Wednesday night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, we um, are getting you ready for Cowboys football and kickoff tonight at 7.15. And we'll get all the details. You'll be able to hear it. We'll react to it tomorrow. I'll be up late with Ed Werder. You're seeing his reports on ESPN as we speak. The... um, Surprising news I was going to share with you that Neville Gallimore, big defensive tackle, and Quentin Bohanna are both inactive. But uh, I think that kind of tells you the Cowboys think Tampa's just going to throw, 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 and there's not going to be a lot of running involved. Others inactives. Uh, Jabril Cox, Jalen Tolbert, uh, rookie wide receiver, Cornerback Nashawn Wright, not active. Trayvon Mullen, who he told you about, and then those two defensive tackles I just named. I mean, you think about some of these teams that like to line up and and run the football, you would want those big bodies in there. Now, remember, Hankins is back. Uh, Jonathan Hankins is going to be back in the lineup, so you will have some solid uh, uh, folks up front, but, boy, Cowboys leaving some of their defensive tackles at home tonight and will go with the quicker, smaller lineup. And that Nation Wright thing's interesting as well, cornerback uh, uh, not playing in this one. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Everybody have a great evening. Thank you, Aaron. We'll talk to you soon. 
This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John 